Welcome to the Influent Podcast, developing leadership, building success, and influencing society. For more resources, visit us online at influent.life. All right, here we are this week with the Influent Podcast, and I'm in Dusseldorf with Pastor Klaus Dieter Passon, and uh, the senior pastor of the Jesus House. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so so good to be here with you, Dieter. Yes, it's a great pleasure to meet you again. You're very welcome in this place. <laughs> so, you've been a pastor a very long time here. Mm-hmm. Uh, how many years? Since 1990. Yeah. You know, and before we get started, I just, I just want to say thank you uh, for, you know, I so love good pastors, and you've, I think you've served the church so well, and the, the congregation, the city, and I just... Thank you. Thank you very much for this appreciation. I take it as an encouragement. It's also great to meet you again, and we had a good time together last last night, and we will continue yeah. today. Well, we're here because uh, I'm just, you know, we've, we've been hearing about this refugee crisis. Yes. And, of course, you know, in the United States, it's a kind of a distant thing, but, you know, we're reading a lot about the crises and the, the immigration and the Muslim communities that are forming here and the the lack of integration, it all seems like a, like a big problem. But then, over I was just here the other day and discovering that God is moving. Actually. And, uh, I mean, I was, in, I was in a little church. This was just a little tiny church. It's got just a handful of con- congregation members. And, and they said they had baptized mm-hmm. 160 Iranians. Yes. So tell me, tell me what is going on. Give me the story. Yeah, it's true. Actually, it happens in many places in a similar way. So we would uh, regard the whole situation uh, in terms of reverse mission. So <laughs> Reverse mission. Reverse mission. God is bringing the nations to our country oh so gosh. that we can minister to them. And some will go back as missionaries to their own kinsmen. And so actually what happens today is there is a great openness mainly among the Iranian community. And many local churches here in Germany have uh, Iranians that come to their place and receive Jesus, get baptized. Iranians? Iranians. Many <laughs> Iranians. Iran. Yes, that's true. <laughs> now, this is, now, this is surprising to Americans. Really? Of, you, know, we, you know, Tehran has been such a yes. traditional enemy for so long. Yeah, you're right. But anyway, there's a, a background in history so the uh, Iranian nation always have had some positive links to the Old Testament uh, covenant people. Wow. So think of, of Esther's heritage and... and, and uh, That's right. Yeah, so. so... So is this, I mean, is this one congregation? Tell me what else is going on. I mean, you know... Okay, uh, recently, uh, two weeks ago, I visited a small Baptist church here in my city, and when we sat together before the meeting, the leaders asked me, oh, do you know what happened to us recently? I said, no, you didn't tell me. And so they shared what was going on. Since Christmas, they also have baptized 40, 50 Iranian people. It all started with one lady. She is a German resident for more than 10 years, and she had contact to refugees. And so one family came, another family came, and now they are joining the German Sunday morning service, get simultaneous translation. But the... Uh, positive thing or the special thing is they do not form an extra uh, meeting but they they're integrated part. into the existing in, fully, in, fully integrated so they just translate in right. line 
Right. And it's such a revitalization of this uh, small body of Baptist believers. So they are challenged to go back to the roots, explain the first steps of uh, being a follower of Jesus to these people. Wow. It's just great. Wow. Now, are they... Are they are they openly converting? And uh, I mean, it's to their in confessing to their families, confessing faith to their families. And yes, they do. Wow! Yeah, I mean, this. Do. I mean, this is a death sentence in the Muslim world, isn't it? Or am I missing something? Yes, surely. I mean, in many countries, so generally speaking, in the Muslim world, it is by law forbidden yeah. to change your faith. For example, I was in Uzbekistan recently, and this is a mainly Muslim uh, Sunnite uh, country, and it is forbidden to change your faith. Yeah. And uh, so, in many places, you have a social persecution: relatives uh, rejecting you, or people not being allowed to bury their dead at the cemetery. Yeah. So, a lot of problems in this field. Yeah. So, but here in, uh, in 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 Europe, I think. It's easier for Iranians. Easier for them to, to... To receive the Lord and also to openly confess. So, so uniquely it's the Iranians in a special way to the Syrians or the, the Afghanis. Okay, or, there are also uh, Syrian people and, and uh, people from other Arab nations that have come and they also are open for the gospel. So I, uh, I think I mentioned to you the Arab church we have in the city. Tell me. Yes, I talked to the... Uh, um, to, to the lady of to the woman pastor today uh, her husband is right now in Egypt and they have people from Iraq Lebanon Syria from the Maghreb states of North Africa uh, and right now there are many Syrians coming and they are also starting to open up also Yazidic people they have many Yazidic y- people. The Yazidis, these are yeah. these are the traumatized by IS. Yeah, they're once persecuted by ISIS, and yes. I mean these communities have been ravaged by ISIS. Absolutely, destroyed. they they fled for their life, and they are traumatized, oh and they come to this uh, uh, Arab church, and they minister to them. They slowly they open up for the gospel. Wow, it's amazing. This is Dusseldorf, Germany. <laughs> it is also before Christmas. I got a phone call. It was a young Afghan uh, man, and he he visited me with his brother and sister. They were in a refugee camp in the city, and their brother uh, went to uh, the Netherlands and became a believer. He called home and said, "Please watch this videotape in the internet." And it was the Jesus movie from Campus for Christ. Wow. They, they watched the video, oh they gosh. received Jesus, and then they decided to leave the country because they sensed the tension arising around them. And so they went to Turkey and uh, came to Germany. And then they called me, and we were sitting here at this table, and it was so amazing. They were so excited about what they had seen in the movie Jesus doing. <laughs> It, it, it was it was mind blowing to me. You know, I was uh, I think I told you, but I was with the pastor of the largest church in the Arab world. It's uh, yes. Casa Dubara in Cairo, Egypt, and the pastor, uh, Pastor Sama, was telling me that he said there's there was a half a million converts, Muslim converts, to to Christianity in Egypt in just the ten years. This was about five years ago. I visited with him. Wow. And another half a million in Iran. He said those two nations. Yes. And here was, I mean, I was blown away by that statistic. But then yes. he, he said 50 to 60% due to a dream or a vision right. of Jesus Christ. Yes, supernatural uh, move of God. You know, there was um, an Ethiopian 
uh, imam. He, uh, his name is Muhammad. He lives close uh, to Düsseldorf, and we became uh, friends. He visited me and he shared his story. He was uh, one of the leading imams in Addis Abeba. He went to Saudi Arabia and studied the Quran in Arabic, and then he uh, got uh, AIDS, and he was uh, on his deathbed. AIDS? And, wow. Yes, AIDS. And there was a, a small group of believers, and they received the revelation, go to that hospital, to that room, and talk to the man lying there. Oh, my God. So they went there, and they tried to... <laughs> so, yeah. Christians, like, go, to the, go pray for this yes. random guy in the hospital, and yes. they go, and it's the imam. Yes, and so they tried to share the gospel, but he threw him out. Oh, of course. What happened? One of the nights later, he saw a man entering his room in a white garment, putting his hands all over his body. And he asked him, who are you? And he said, I am Jesus, and I have come to heal you. And he was amazed because the doctors didn't even dare to touch him because of his sickness. So the next morning, his mother comes, and he shares this a vision wow. in the night, and she says, "Oh, that was Muhammad." No, he said. He said he was Isa, and then she said, "Doesn't matter. Uh, important is that you get healed." And so later, these believers, the small group, came again, and he opened up. He was open to a conversation with them, and they br took him out of hospital and they nursed him, and he regained his strength. And then he started going back to the to the mosque working as an imam, and he preached Isa oh out of the gosh. Quran. And he started small discipleship groups. Now, is this in Dusseldorf? No, no, it was in Addis Ababa. In Addis Ababa. Yeah. Okay. He started yeah, yeah. small discipleship groups till the point of time where it became obvious and he was threatened uh, oh uh, with, uh, with death. And so he became uh, a, refugee. a refugee and came to Dusseldorf. But now the people who tried to kill him are no longer uh, in power. And so he goes regularly to evangelize oh in, in Addis Ababa and, and in all of uh, Ethiopia. It is crazy. Supernatural move of God. What's happening in the Muslim world, you yes. know? And this, the, sa the same story, the lady at the other church was telling me that a lady got healed, a, a walk, yes. this figure walked into her room, said his name was Jesus, healed yes. her. She, yes. she told her husband, who basically said, don't tell anybody yes. else, you know? And and she's she's just become this. She's part of the church and has yes. become this. Just I mean, on fire believer. God, God is moving in a strong way among Muslim people. There was a young uh, Turkish guy coming one day to our office. He had seen the form of a cross in the night sky, and he he didn't know what it means. He asked uh, the landlord. Uh, what does it mean? She says, go to Jesus' house. They can tell you. <laughs> so he came, and he was sitting here, and I explained to him that similar things happened to many Muslim people. And I gave him an Injil, a New Testament in his language, and so God moves. Or imagine there was uh, this African church having a week of prayer every night, and during one evening a lady comes, she has a tumor of the size of a ball, and it, 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 it disappears during the meeting. Oh, my God! And it was a miracle of God. The next Sunday, the pastor, uh, Richard, my friend, he sees her sitting in the, in the row and many other oriental-looking people. And he is uh, finishing his sermon, is praying. He opens his eyes, and all these people stand in the front. And they say, we have seen what Isa, what Jesus has done oh to our gosh. aunt, to chills. our sister. 
please, we want to receive Jesus. Oh, and so they converted. And this African church has birthed an Iranian meeting. What? So it's about God also 80 so or 100 cool. people now. It's, it's wonderful what God is doing. No. So this is one side, which is a positive thing and which we appreciate so much. Do you have any sense of the scope? I mean, how big is this? I got the sense, at least from the little church I was in, that this was, there was a lot of this happening. Yeah, I mean, just talking about it uh, uh, gives you an imagination that it is not a small thing that happens yeah. because it's happening all over. But I don't is it have all num- over Germany, do you know? Yes, I think so. Is I don't it, have is numbers. It, is it outside of Germany? Is it in France? Or- yes, I just today I talked to Kenneth Kuhn. He's a pastor in Copenhagen in Denmark. And he is working among Iranians, and he is saying the same thing. They have different Iranian oh groups in, in Denmark, and so. But it's especially the Iranians, I think. It's the Iranians. Yeah, it, you know, you, it makes me wonder what's yeah. in God's heart. What's what's yes. really happening here? You know, maybe it's an old seed that is wow. now starting to grow. Oh you know, gosh. I believe there are seeds sown into nations, and harvest time is yeah. summer coming. So the same is true in Kazakhstan. There was a there were certain tribes that received the gospel by Nestorian uh, missionaries in the fourth century, oh, yeah. and is- Islam came much later, uh, centuries later, and so this is uh, an explanation why some of these nations open to the gospel immediately wow. and it spreads like a wildfire. You know, you know, and you said something that just is so intriguing to me: the reverse missionary. Yes. I mean, we're we're spending you know millions and millions of dollars yes. to go overseas, but they're coming here. Yes, I mean maybe the best strategy is for us to find the foreigners in our midst, which, by the way, of course, is biblical, right? It is, <laughs> and befriend them and yes, invite them into our homes. I mean, if definitely, you're, if you're a refugee, you're lonely, yeah. you have no friends, yes. you're out of place, you're you're feeling like yes. you're you're going to be persecuted, you're not accepted. If a church family welcomes you and says, "Sit at my right. table," yes. It's the best testimony that is possible. And also, you know, uh, people, their world has been shattered. Wow. They, they have experienced a trauma. They have been persecuted. They have what experienced violence. Yeah. Yes. So show them that you care for them, that, that there's one who loves like no other. Because no one loves like Jesus. And if we can share this, this will open the hearts. So, you know, James Engel, he made this uh, uh, scala. Uh, giving some points which makes people open for the gospel and uh, difficult life circumstances are like a plow through your heart to to receive the seed of the gospel. Yeah, yeah. You know, I was a part of a campus ministry years ago in in America and, Mm -hmm. you know, the foreign foreign students come and this is what they taught us was, yes, you know, here they are. They don't know anybody. Yes. It's a foreign land. Relationships, identity crisis, perhaps. Yes. Just make friends. Invite them into your house. You know, it it, honestly, it seems like such a strategy from heaven. Yes. It's like the God, the God trump card, right? I mean, (laughs) you know, we we think the enemy is invading us Mm. and it's the reverse. That's right. God is invading the enemy. Yes. Surely. So God is always changing things for better. It's always making things better. So also we could also say because we didn't go there missionary-wise, God brings the nations here. But this is more like a judgment judgment thinking. So let's see the positive. You know, in Germany we have the situation in society. uh, It's a great challenge for people. 
and uh, politicians don't know how to handle it um, in terms of administration. It's a political problem it's and a poli- it's an economic it, problem. It's, it's a political problem. Yeah. Okay, I mean, concerning the economics, there's enough resources. There are enough resources there. If you spend them wisely, it should be possible to do it and to settle the, the problem. But administ- the administration uh, was not prepared for what was happening. Course, and yeah. also there's one thing. Uh, some people feel threatened. And they also felt not taken serious with their concerns by those in responsibility. And this led partly in some parts to a polarization. So right, if, if right, you... Sure. If, the, if, yeah, you, they believe that politicians are not protecting the yes, nation properly. Sure. Right. And if you articulate your genuine concerns and uh, they tell you, oh, you are a Nazi, it doesn't help much. No, you know? no. But people want to uh, see that you... Uh, say, okay, I understand, but have you seen the facts? This is the yeah. truth. Concerning yeah. population uh, in total, it's, it's not so much. It's possible. Yeah. You, you, know, you know, now there is, it's a little bit controversial, too. I mean, there's a lot of, there's some people saying that they just want to get their stamp and get, the, you know, so they don't get yes. deported. Well, is that legitimate? What do you think? Uh, you mean if people just uh, come for? Uh, it's not. They're not real conversions. They're just trying to relieve the political pressure that would potentially have them deported. You know. Okay, uh, I know that m- m- the churches which receive these people, they try to make sure that they are genuine. So it's it's a potential problem, but you don't think it's it happening. is a potential problem. It may happen here and there, but I know from from uh, these church leaders who have uh, baptized a lot of people, they had personal conversations. It's they, real. They yeah. had uh, discipleship courses uh, with, with these guys, and so I think it's uh, almost, uh, in all cases, genuine. I, I would suppose it. Wow. This is this is so exciting. It, it is. It makes me so... Uh, it just gives me so much joy in, in my God and how yes. how gracious he is to people Absolutely. and how much he's, he's meeting their needs. And, and it just goes again to show that we, we have, in every crisis, we need to look for the opportunity because every yes. crisis is an opportunity, right? There's, right. There's always something going yes. on, right? Yes, so. and, and God is on the move. And so he loves the nations, actually. <laughs> Jesus is the man for all nations. Yeah. And that's what happened, what's happening today in our midst. And it's so good to talk about it because in everyday business, you sometimes are so caught up in the day-by-day uh, day things that you forget the large picture of what's going on worldwide and even here. Yeah. You, know, you know, Klaus, uh, if you find any statistics on how widespread this is, please, I would, I would please send you know. them to me because this yeah. is so intriguing to me. Yes. It feels like it's... It's a it's happening in a big way, but I, I don't have any way of knowing that. But just hearing, just the you know, yes. the, you know this this friend you have this ministry in Dusseldorf. He's right. got he's got church plants all over, right? He and does the Arab pastor. Yes, the Arab pastor has church he's plants pl- all over. He's planting churches. He's so a missionary minded man. Just interesting. I just it's so, so cool. So send me any information. You, you yes, I try to get the numbers and uh, let you know what you find out. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us here. Thank you for God having bless me. You. God bless you too. All right. Bye bye. Bye bye.